This podcast is sponsored by the Social Enterprise and Crowdfunding Conference. Learn more at secfc.co. Hello, everyone. This is Devin Thorpe for Forbes. I'm the, the host of uh, the Social Entrepreneur. I'm a Forbes contributor and grateful, very excited to have with us today Vince Molinari. Uh, Vince, you're with you're the president CEO of Gate Global Impact. Is that right? You got it, Devin. How are you? Thanks for having me. We're thrilled to have you. You know, I think uh, Vince, you're you're a real grown-up in a space that is full of young, energetic, enthusiastic people who are trying to create crowdfunding sites that accomplish social good missions and among these I get the feeling like you've got more money at your back, more infrastructure, more uh, kind of more everything and you're creating what could be uh, the real giant in the impact investing slash crowdfunding space which is really just where where my personal heart is. Uh, tell us about what you're doing. I'm not sure it's a compliment or you offended me. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh, th thank you. Uh, and your point is well taken. I think, uh, Devin, when we look at this, we've been in this business uh, around financial services our entire careers, 20, 25 years. And we took an approach as Gate Global Impact to uh, look to how do we accelerate and move a greater amount of capital for good and move it beyond donation-based philanthropy to the true pockets of large pools of capital that can effectuate change. We took the position at creating new market infrastructure, a new market infrastructure that creates new investment practices. What is that largely about for us? New ways to capture alpha and deliver capital for good at the same time. So unlike a lot of what I would say is the um, front-end front user interfaces of purely crowdfunding portals that are yet to come, uh, we are regulated as a broker-dealer, which allows us to do many other things. Uh, have full reporting requirements to uh, the SEC and FINRA as our SROs, but really to look at this both at an institutional level, a corporate level, governmental level, and the base of the pyramid, where we believe, at least as it reflects in uh, crowdfunding, that crowdfunding itself can move impact investing by greater than a decade. When you really think about the power of individual investors aggregating for a common funding cause around a social or environmental good, can really just be amazingly powerful and game-changing. Now tell us a little bit about how your program uh, is partnering with the United Nations Global Compact. Explain that, that initiative to us. Yeah, and, and if I may take a, a step back just to jump into that. Um, as we were funded uh, about two years ago as Gate Global Impact by Prudential Securities, we set out to seek um, an investor that would help us reinvent the space and to build metrics uh, around the amount of social environmental good that's being delivered alongside an investment. So it wasn't just uh, feel good about making an investment in social responsible, environmental responsible uh, aspects. Let the quantitative measurements show how much good is being delivered. And we thought that was really important next to the real rate of return. And to build portfolio analysis, metrics, benchmarking, um, and we use Prudential uh, as they have the largest impact investing portfolio in the United States as the beta uh, to build that product. And uh, we're, we're very, very proud of it. Uh, through that process in the last year and a half, two years of build, we were very fortunate to partner with 
the Overseas Private Investment Corporation of the U.S. government, the State Department, and help as an as a EDN or Enterprise Development Network originator uh, for deal flow at the top of the pyramid. Most recently, uh, and extraordinarily proud uh, to partner with the United Nations Global Compact, uh, they started to create what's called action hubs, and action hubs around uh, issues of importance in uh, humanitarian investment, um, women-forward hubs, uh, clean water, clean tech, etc. And what we were finding, they were aggregating uh, interesting issuers that were seeking capital and some investors that were interested in that particular arena, but they didn't have a mechanism to effectuate the movement of capital to the investment and to also measure it, track it, have clearance and settlement. So we partnered uh, to become that uh, execution platform with them globally, and we announced that just about a month ago. So uh, thank you for bringing that. We're extraordinarily proud to partner with uh, UN uh, Global Compact. Well, it seems like it has the potential to have a huge impact globally. I mean, that's what what you're all about, right? Is that this isn't a, a U.S. platform? This is a global platform. Am I understanding the approach right here? Yeah, you're you're a thousand percent right. We believe that well, the issues that we're having here in the United States are similar to the happening in Latin America, the continent of Africa. People need opportunity. Opportunity creates a healthier environment and sustainability. These items have to be commercially viable so that they're sustainable and they're not one-off opportunities. And in doing so, you're creating better education, healthcare awareness, and, and greater commercial opportunity for the individuals. So the, the platform is built uh, to convert uh, in every spot currency globally automatically as well as just about every major foreign language uh, at, at a simultaneous time uh, depending upon the geography of the participant. Now, uh, I want to get a little bit practical with you for a minute if we can, Vince. If, if, I, if an entrepreneur is listening uh, and watching and wants to understand how to get access to the platform and the capital, what, what are the first steps? Where do they go on the Internet? Who do they call? What do they do to tap in to this resource you're creating? It, 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 wonderful. Thank you for the plug. Uh, so if they simply come to gateimpact.com, they're going to register. And what we're all about is having standardization and best practices here. So this is, this is a fully regulated platform so that the issuer, the capital seekers, are coming through a process and being vetted, unlike perhaps some of the challenges that non-broker dealer entities would have, so that we're really creating a healthier environment of quality and removing some levels of counterparty risk. That doesn't mean that it's not investment risk, but removing uh, the barriers or trying to reduce significantly the fraud barriers and having investor protections. Uh, we, right. we, we call that capital formation versus capital raising. And people say, well, what's the difference? Well, capital raising, the act of raising capital, you're going out to find money. For us, capital formation, when you embed the process with education, awareness, and information, you're creating a much healthier and aware process. So that entrepreneur, that mid-sized company could come on and sign on and begin to be vetted uh, for the opportunity. And then ultimately, passing through some of the parameters, they can have a listing or an opportunity on our primary issuance side of the technology to go out and actually seek the capital. And do investors, people who want to participate in funding these and, and uh, opportunities, people who come with the, the 
philanthropic mindset, but a desire to invest their money and get it back with with a return of all the crazy things. Where do they go to the same spot, or do they go to a different website? Uh, how do they access this pool of entrepreneurs? Exactly the same way, and it's a, it's a great point uh, that that I'd like to make, Devin, is that we're really creating the destination for impact investing. So whether you're the individual investor, the accredited investor, the institution, corporation, government agency, we have an information layer first. So everybody can come and access information. We believe information and knowledge is paramount. We call it actionable knowledge. So the more information and knowledge that people have access to, the better educated they are, and the more likely that they may be to deploy capital for good. So everybody's coming to a centralized location, and you're signing on uh, when you become a, a member or participant in a different way. You're an individual, you're an accredited investor, uh, you're, you're a corporation. So it, depending upon what your parameters are is how you're receiving your login credentials. Now, it, it seems that... Uh... Impact investing as a discipline, as a formal discipline, is really relatively new. It's the term that's been in the lexicon only about a decade. Uh, there is relatively little data, but a growing amount of evidence, it seems. Some of this anecdotal, some of it now uh, we're starting to see statistical data. But, but can you comment on the ability of an investor to get market you know, risk-adjusted market kinds of returns through impact investing in general? Absolutely. Uh, I, I would say, as, as my personal opinion, not reflecting those of Gate Global Impact, perhaps as my disclaimer, there is no question in my mind that the globe is moving to impact investing as a standardized methodology to invest. If you can achieve a real rate of return, and have a metrics associated with it, with the amount of social, environmental, or cause-related good that you delivered, you would have to be asleep at the wheel if you didn't want to invest that way. Now that you can create a mechanism that seamlessly al allows for the deployment of that capital to good, to measure it, and allow for professional investors too, portfolio managers, to fulfill their fiduciary responsibility and, and have a mark to market, have those instruments held of record, and have the ability to have them secondarily trade on the same platform as a private security for liquidity, we believe that the growth of impact investing is about to explode. And, yeah. and you know, if we look at those investments, you look at the JP Morgan study, they talk about a half a trillion, $500 trillion of investable assets globally. They believe 1% of that will be captured by impact investing. That's $500 billion. We think that number is small when you... Yeah. When you close that implementation shortfall from 500 trillion to 500 billion, needs standardization and technology to do it. And then, my goodness, if you add the ability to advertise a private security under Title II or Title III, I think we're about to see the winds of change. Yeah. Well, there is an inherent uh, altruistic motivation associated with crowdfunding that I think makes this kind of capital raising, especially fitting for impact investments. I mean, I, I think we will see uh, impact investing, social entrepreneurship doing better on crowdfunding than technology investments, and and uh, interestingly and for entirely other reasons, I, my theory is real estate will also do well. But uh, but impact investing will be huge, and, and it's exciting to see. But 
one of the things that once people begin to see this as a potential way to earn money, right, to, to invest their money, then the, the cycle comes back, the question comes back around, well, wait a minute, if I'm making money, how can I possibly be doing any good? Can you talk about how you're measuring impact and what, what kinds of results people can expect to see from a social side? I, I, I think you nailed it right there, Devin, and I think this is the paradigm shift. This is not just about philanthropy anymore or donation-based models where you have to feel you're compromising your real rate of return in a financial setting uh, in order to deliver good. I think what we're seeing now along with structured and reporting practices that given the level of engagement that is here, it's becoming true investment. You're investing because you're empowering an individual or an organization and you're seeing those results. And those results are starting to look more like exceeding rate of returns instead of compromising the real rate of return. Because what are they really representing? Emerging market opportunity categories, frontier mer uh, market categories. So those rates of returns historically exceed your traditional. So some of the thought process and the models are being turned on their heads right now as we're speaking. And I think when you then compound that with having true metrics that can quantify the amount of clean water that you've delivered in a monthly basis with your investment, the amount of education that was delivered, the amount of women that you have empowered, et cetera, and go down each category, and you could quantify it, I think we're going to be in to, to measure rate of return in a whole new way. And that becomes part of our, our mission here in the education process. Well, it is exciting to see the potential. You know, this week we had uh, an exciting announcement from the SEC with respect to the implementation of crowdfunding uh, under Title III of the Jobs Act. We've talked a little bit about this without providing much context. But, but could you just take a minute and talk about the potential impact of the implementation of Title III of the Jobs Act on your platform and what it will mean for your business? Yeah, and, and if I can uh, indulge also on, on Title II in there. Please. And, it, and it's a little frustrating uh, to, uh, I guess, have the commingling of Title II and Title III under crowdfunding. Uh, but I think it, it, it represents the paradigm shift to me. For the first time in 80 years, we have the ability to advertise private securities. And what, let, let's think about that for a minute. It's radio, television, it's print, and it's this little thing called social media. So if we think about the disruption that's come to our consumer markets and the efficiencies, for the first time in 80 years, that's now coming over to financial services. Why couldn't it? Because we had a body of federal securities laws that didn't allow it to come over. So this first iteration in Title II, the ability to advertise a private security is so powerful, not just because of the inbound, and granted Title II being limited to accredited investors subscribing on the inbound, but the ability for private companies to advertise. So they're going to be picking up new consumers by this advertisement. Consumers are becoming more stakeholders and stakeholders more con uh, consumers, and we're having transparency and demand of supply chain. And anybody who doesn't believe that the power of the consumer and the stakeholder is going to change CSR and make it more prominent globally are kidding themselves. So this is the first wake-up call, and I believe the new distribution of how securities are going to happen. When we then, I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish okay. your thought. If we now take that to Title III, what are we talking about now? We're talking about the true democratization of capital formation, the ability for non-accredited, for retail investors to participate in private securities that they weren't permitted to before. 
Now, when you, if you truly believe in the wisdom of the crowd and crowd intelligence and community-based thinking, particularly in, in my view around impact investing and delivering good, Title III is going to be enormously powerful. And we're just very excited that we're built to the protocols. We're thrilled that uh, the commission came out in a, five to, uh, a unanimous vote to put the uh, proposed rules out. And granted, there's 295 questions in there. There's going to be quite a comment period. But the, the genie's out of the bottle, so to speak. And the tools of social media, Web 3.0, and financial services are going to change the world. Wow. That, that, uh, that's a great point to end on. I, I, I just, uh, I, 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 I want to echo that. <laughs> you know, th th this is going to change the world. I think people are struggling. I think there are a lot of people out there who are saying, what is, what is crowdfunding and what they don't fully appreciate is this is, this is huge. And, and it is especially exciting to put crowdfunding in the context of, of social entrepreneurship and impact investing where, where dollars are being driven for good and providing a financial return at the same time. My heavens, uh, as you said, you'd have to be asleep at the switch not to want to participate in that market. And, and I'm sorry, I know we're ending, but I can't help it, Devin. If you just take that thought and you think about the connectivity globally to diaspora communities using crowdfunding to deliver good and aggregate, my goodness, it is so amazingly powerful. So, And, and I want to thank you for all the great work that you've been doing uh, in, in participating in the rule-making uh, phase, bringing awareness both to crowdfunding and to social entrepreneurship and, as, and, and impact investing as well. So truly thank you for that education process that you're putting forth. Well, thank you. I really appreciate your time today, Vince. It's great to, great to know you and great to have you uh, working for the greater good here for us. And uh, I congratulate you and thank you uh, for your time today. Thank you. Happy Friday. All righty. Thank you. Let's do some good. This is Devin Thorpe. Thank you for joining me today for this podcast, which was recorded during a live broadcast of this interview via Google Hangouts on Air. A video recording of the interview is available at youtube.com slash devinthorpe. You can learn more about the work of the Your Mark on the World Center at yourmarkontheworld.com. The one-of-a-kind social enterprise and crowdfunding conference on September 26, 2014 at the spectacular Snowbird Resort near Salt Lake City will bring together leaders from across the country in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. Register before August 31 for just $60 at secfc.co. The roster of speakers will include Rodney Sampson, author of Kingonomics, Francis Batista, the leading animal rights advocate, and other luminaries. See the full list of speakers at secfc.co. Social entrepreneurs attending the conference will have the opportunity to pitch real investors at the conference. Nonprofit leaders will also be given an opportunity to make a pitch for microgrants and to conduct a one-day crowdfunding campaign during the event. Learn more at secfc.co.
This is Devin Thorpe. Thank you for joining me today for this podcast, which was recorded during a live broadcast of this interview via Google Hangouts on Air. A video recording of the interview is available at youtube.com slash devinthorpe. You can learn more about the work of the Your Mark on the World Center at yourmarkontheworld.com.